Hi, I'm Libby Tozer. Welcome to the She Is Seen podcast. The She Is Seen podcast aims to open up deep and nourishing conversations that encourage us to slow down and be present in this moment and to shift shame by sharing stories. She Is Seen is about the real, raw and wild truths of the women who we walk with. It's about shifting perspectives, drowning out the noise that keeps us too busy and creating some time and space to awaken the wisdom that lives within each of us. It's a beautiful reminder that you are enough as you are in this moment. Today, I'm recording on Ramanjuri Rui, and we're joined by Tabitha Knight to chat all about not having kids, because, you know, that's a choice that some women make and others don't get the chance to. And I'd really like to share all of the different perspectives, because this is really important. And I think it's definitely a thing that people don't know how to approach. So thank you. Well, coming in to chat to me, Tabitha, this is, I'm really excited about this one. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we jump straight into the, we'll jump straight in. Why, why did you choose not to have kids? Okay. Uh, no kids. I think it sounded really heavy and it sounded really hard and I see people struggling all the time. And I think I just wanted to live my life my way without all of the, oh, you see so much of mothers hating on other mothers when there should be this sister and community and village about it all. And it's just really sad and scary sometimes when you see it go down in real life and you just think, oh, my God, I know you've got your shit right now. But, it, you know, it's, it's about village life it's about community I wish we could get back to all of that where you know a, a neighbor helped a neighbor yep yep that's a really I grew up interesting in a little town and yeah I grew up in a little town where it was really visual and don't get me wrong the town was a beautiful little town um but it was pretty uh if you're not in the group you're not in the group kind of situation which is really sad yeah definitely I was just going to say, I think that's a really interesting point you make about women tearing other women down, well, basically undermining each other, because I think with all of, like, she has seen things, people often ask why why is it just about women, which is which is because I'm a woman and that's the perspective I started from. But the other thing is I think we as women cause a lot of the damage to other women. <laughs> Without knowingly as well. Yes. Yes, totally. We've been um, trained to look through these magazines and to judge and to criticize and to try and be like these people who are unaccessibly to be alike. It's it's, it's oh it's unbelievable how we've yeah. let it come this far. Totally. Was it a hard decision for you? No, but I confession, I do have my moments. <laughs> There's been a few times in life where I've taken stock and gone, oh, should I Should I just have something that loves me unconditionally forever? A dog? And, <laughs> no, <you're laughs> sorry, <little> sorry. <laughs> but that's a great, see, and that's exactly what you turn to, isn't it? You're like, oh, child, uh, maybe a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I've had brief moments, but at the same time, I'm really happy the decision I have made because I can give to my friends and family members when they can't. Yep, definitely. And I know for me in my life, I was 
a single mum for a long time and I've got a partner now, but I've also got a lot of women in my life who are probably are quite a bit older than me really, but are really good friends and Rosie, well, they're not all, anyway, the age thing doesn't matter, but they're, but also single women with no kids who Rosie has really close relationships with and I feel like those relationships are really, really important and there's something that those that circle, it almost create, allows for that village that you're talking about to be created. I think in how I think of it in my life that she's got these women that she refers to as her aunties who are really there for her and they're really close, beautiful relationships, which wouldn't be remotely possible if they had their own children. There's something really powerful and beautiful in the space that it creates, I reckon. And to see, see little girls see a woman being powerful and independent but still getting on with, with life and relationships and lovers or what have you, it's beautiful to have that person in their life to see that if that's the choice they made, they could also be happy and go forth in life confidently and, and purposefully. Yeah, definitely. I was just thinking, which is funny while we're talking about this, <laughs> but I was like, is this something that you have to explain for yourself or – because so I know we talk like often on this podcast, we're talking about things that are like unspoken, but I can, is this like something that awkward questions from random people come up? Do people ask you, are you having kids? When are you having kids? I love the term. It's the best thing you will ever do in your life and you'll regret it if you don't. Oh, nice. <laughs> <messed> me up. <laughs> Because you know what? I've done some things that you ain't done, and I think the same. Yes. <laughs> Is where I start off with that. <laughs> Holy smokes. Exactly. I went and travelled the world for three to four years, and, and that was magical. And I have lessons that I've learnt that no one else has. So, yep. All relatives, I suppose. <laughs> oh, totally. Well, that some others don't. So I think that's also the fabric and you know, that village life as well. Everyone puts in their two cents of their knowledge and, and learning. Yeah, definitely. And that, and that statement's kind of hysterical anyway, but I could, I, <laughs> I always think, for me, I think when someone says something like that, what kind of birth did you have? Because I yeah. I, I nearly died when I gave birth. Yeah, exactly. and it doesn't sound great. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing, that, that hit process of what actually happens and then when you flip it and it's already happened and then you forget about that that trauma and you're just like oh but you get this I'm yes. like, no you're actually broken your bits don't work <laughs> totally. totally I'm literally broken I'll own that yes I'm sorry to say it in such a harsh but it's true it's it's so bizarre how no one talks about all the bad shit that goes on with it Definitely. There's lots, there's lots there. And the, I, I, another thing that I think of as well is the isolation for me as it, when I, when I had Rosie was hardcore, like the postnatal depression and feeling so isolated because there is that village that you're talking about just doesn't exist for everybody. And I just, like remember feeling so insanely lonely and disconnected from everything. Yeah. It's an interesting, it's an interesting phenomenon. I do. Being one of the only females in many of my groups who don't have children, 
on the flip side, I also feel that way when I'm around those families. And, you know, yes. it is beautiful to watch. Children are magical. Oh, my God. Like, they're so beautiful. They're like little angels. And to watch that sometimes hurts my heart because I would love to have that if it didn't come with all the things. All the stuff. <laughs> It is beautiful and I have jealous moments because it looks magical when it works and it looks, oh, someone, oh I'd love to cuddle in, up into that. That would be wonderful. You just need to borrow one, I think. Yeah, <laughs> which I do, and that's great, and that works out perfectly. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Do a baby session, babysitting session. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just wondering. So is there anything else you can think about, like, from your personal journey that actually brought you to this place? And, that, like, even if you incorporate everything in your whole life and, like, where you are now in your life and is there anything that pops into your head? Financial. I have a big thing about financial burden and I, I feel like, I don't know, everyone that I also see have a child, they, they always struggle to give what they didn't have to their children. and. Mm-hmm. I think also another big thing because money is a massive scare for me. Yep. <laughs> I think it is with everyone, but yeah, yeah. to go out on, a, on your own, you know, I have my own house, I have my own car. They're big feats for me. That they're my milestone, you know. Yep. Hmm. Yep. But yeah, no, I don't think so. Anything else? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just quickly. If you're ready to start honouring your truth and step into a new way of living in embodiment, connected to all that is, standing with and in nature and really owning the skin that you're in and recognising yourself for how amazing you are. If you've got anxiety you need to drop, mind clutter and you're really just ready to be inspired by incredible humans weaving their magic in the world, come and join us in the Circle of She Membership. It's what makes everything about She Is Seen possible and the value is ridiculous. It's just $22 a month. You'll be inspired by amazing humans all the time and get to be part of our incredible community. Head to sheisseen.com.au. We would love to welcome you as a member. When you get lost in your own self-doubt, about this, because I guess this is a pretty major, this is a major decision in life, but we make major decisions all the time about different sorts of things that send our paths off in different ways. How do you, so if you're doubting yourself about having kids or anything else, how do you pull yourself out of that space? Oh, I usually um, like some incense. Pour a lovely, fabulous glass of wine or gin at the moment, but, you know, gin season. Uh, and <laughs> look around at what I've done and what I've made. And if that doesn't help, I call a friend or call my mum and, you know, we have a chat and touch base and see what's going on and figure out what, what got me to that point. So that's yeah. Yeah. Good. I like it. So <laughs> incense, wine and a phone call. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> And settle in for it. <laughs> and I like to think I've, I've got some amazing friends in my life who are honest. And, you know, sometimes you need that little bit of wake up a call, you know, a little bit of slap around the face and go, hey, hey, being yep. crazy now. <laughs> yep. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Is there something you wish you knew when you were younger? Uh, oh, that's a good one. 
I wish I was my true self younger. Wow, that's quite big. I was like, what, what does that myself, mean for you? Oh, oh. <laughs> I think that whole mainstream archetype of getting married with a man and all that kind of stuff was quite detrimental to me. I, I don't know if that's the path I, I want or have wanted or are going upon. I don't, I don't know. I think I'm – I ooh, confession, I think I'm bi. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just have, have anyone in my little town, in my, in my world to have anything, to, you know, to ask questions or to venture yeah. through to. And, you know, I – oh. Sorry, that, I don't know where that went, Libby. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, can we go back to that one? <laughs> I'm just thinking because at the moment in the circular she, we're doing, we're going through the first few chapters of Through Her Eyes, and the first chapter was I wrote when I was having Rosie and about body image and self reflection, basically, and then the next chapter is about women who can't have kids, which is why no, who choose not to have kids, which is why we're doing this podcast interview now and I'm doing another couple with another couple of women who have chosen not to have kids. And then the next chapter is about women who can't have kids, so who desperately wanted them and physically can't have them. Is there anything in all of that babble that I just said that someone facing some of like those decisions or pathways have you got any wisdom that you could share for them that might help you know where they're at about doing surrogacy and helping like that I I there's a big part of me that would I think just love to be pregnant that would be amazing could you imagine that well you could imagine that you've done it yeah I I found it horrendous so you know (laughs) see this is another thing Oh gosh, <laughs> the magical of it. And it's Sorry, st- stay for the magic. Stay for the magic. Keep going. <laughs> it would have been beautiful to maybe help someone, but my problem: what? What if you did go to do that process and then you just couldn't give it up? Oh, that would oh. break my life. <laughs> Not being able to give the thing up that you made for someone. Oh Lord. Ooh, oh yeah. Del- yeah. <laughs> I think that even about fostering, like yeah. a, that that pathway kind of freaks me out for that because I'd love to foster, but I wouldn't. I don't think. Oh yeah, that just terrifies me. Getting a bond and then not having to, but them going away or being moved away or whatever happens. Yeah. Yeah, or re re sent back to their birth parents, which obviously would be good, but I, yeah, I can't. Still heartbreaking. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. So that I'd be able to separate, and and it might not obviously be good. Sorry, um, that is a very um, multi-layered conversation. But for me, I don't know that I could deal with that. So I think, yeah, I totally get what you're saying about the surrogacy thing. That would be potentially full on. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm kind of proud of myself for not doing the child thing for climate change as well. Yep. You know, that saves a lot of climate issues, not having a child. There's so many things. I mean, I can shower for longer now, apparently, I've heard. You know, it's... Oh, you're it's like, a- you're allowed to, like... <laughs> not being cheeky and funny, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I was going to say energetically, 
like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a bit cheeky. <laughs> In that, that that's also a nice feeling to know that I'm doing my small part for the world. Yeah, I know that sounds a little silly to some. I, I don't know, but. To have that stress, like I said before, to, to provide those things that we didn't have for that young, oh, it's it would be such stressful time in your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not having that in your life definitely creates more space and uh, and more opportunities to bring other things in because I I always think there's like physical birthing of a human is one thing, but we we can birth things energetically and create huge change for huge change in the world like you're out you know as an individual we can be a big drop in the pond and the ripple effect can be kind of massive yes so i like to think if you if you choose not to go down that path then you're creating space for another path to open it up open up and your the power in what you give to the world could be massive and not you what would may not have been able to do that if you had kids Correct. Yes. Mind you, I don't think I'm doing anything amazing right now in my life, but who knows in the future? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're waiting. For, we're waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking. That's oh, actually, no, I just, just thought that's actually really inter- interesting as well. Is why do we think that we have to do something? It's like that. It's all they're all kind of intertwined. Like you have to have kids and to to prove that your value of the world in the world you need to For yourself even what i just said <laughs> like such a load of crap what i just said you have to birth something magical in the world to be bigger than and more than and be creating and mm. which then kind of just feeds into consuming and it's all just a big holy moly <laughs> It's so fascinating yeah it, it, oh god you could go on for hours with stuff like that it's it's a hole within a hole within a hole within a hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't know where it goes, but it's a worry. And it, our, is, it is. Our whole world system is a bit of a worry. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, it really needs to be torn down to re- be restarted and rebirthed again. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> exactly. So we kind of came full circle. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Is there anything else you think we should that you'd like to add to this or any other bits of advice for anyone in the same Can you think of different parts in like in your journey and the Yeah, I do wish when I was younger I I didn't stand so steadfast in my I'm not going to have children because oh. I almost do feel like I never gave myself to change my mind because I was so so determined not to and be so not part of the mainstream. I've been a little bit like that in my life. Let's take a silver chair, for example. When they came out, I did not like them because they were mainstream. <laughs> the train's going past. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. So it was, it's really interesting, some of the things I've done in my life, and I've stayed so fixated on it, yep. yet I never gave myself a chance to have any wiggle room if I did change my mind. And it's okay to change your mind. Like, yeah. Just because – one one thing in your 20s does not mean you do not want it in your 30s or 40s you know and I really wish I'd given myself that flexibility of choice yeah yep. even though yeah, I don't think makes... I've changed my mind it, it, it caused a bit of stress and anxiety in my life because I've 
you know, was so stubborn. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to what you're mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, because you cling on to the image we've projected for ourselves, I guess. Mm. And then yes. it creates this the flexibility. Yeah, and the amount of people that tell me of how great a mother I would have been and you just think, oh, fuck, oh. And, you know, then seeing it through my mum's eyes, my mum and dad are the most amazing grandparents and to not give them that, oh, that that broke my heart a little bit. Great conversation with them and they were so understanding and supportive, of course, but to watch them with my sister's kids was just magical and I I, I do have a little bit of hurt that I couldn't give them that. Oh, yeah. Mm. Great thing is we have great drunken times together now. <laughs> See? And oh, we're closer and and uh I think there's a bigger and better friendship there than there ever was or ever could have been if I you know had if I didn't have those people around like sorry the little people if I had people I don't think that connection would have been as strong. Yeah. I mean possibly but different way. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yep, that mm. definitely makes sense. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Thank so you. that's <laughs> I feel like we've compiled a whole lot of bits of like, but some really good bits of information here that like if someone is pondering the the choice, like whether to or not have children, there will be bits of gold in what you've offered here. I think when we choose something that goes against society's narrative, it's massive and the, and we're so programmed to like go, well, this is what we're meant. This is what you're meant to do. Like you, like you were saying before, like you're meant to, even if you're not brought up like this, you still, I think we still have the head, most of us still have the headspace that you're meant to find someone and get married and then buy a house and then have kids and this is how your life is meant to plan out. And then if you go against that narrative, you're like fighting your condition, our conditioning from society and it takes a lot of unpacking. It does. It really does. And not only for yourself, but people around you to, if they're curious and they want to understand, it's hard to break that down because there's so many little personal niches within yourself that they may not understand either. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Mm. Oh, thank you so much for oh, sharing. Oh, thank you. This has been wonderful. Is there, is there anything else you want to add in before we? That I'm just really grateful you started this because I'm really glad I finally found a community within She Is Seen. Oh, thank you. That's I was, I was just going to say, so the the way that I've got Tab to do this interview is because you're a member of the Circle of She, which, which is our membership community, and we do – so it runs like the podcast. Whatever we're chatting about in the podcast is going to support what we're doing in the Circle of She, but we'll be going deeper in the circular sheet, we've got the community kind of attached. So I really appreciate you being here and thank you. Thank you so much for being part of this all. I love that you're part of this and that we've had this connection today. It's awesome. And can I just say to anyone who is considering to join, please do. They're the most amazing women of all shapes, sizes, spans of mine. Come and get deep with us. It's awesome. Oh. Thanks for listening to She Has Seen the Podcast. I would love it if you could subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating or review to help us grow this wonderful community, which you're welcome to join and be part of in whatever way works for you. You can connect with us more on the socials or online at She Has Seen Movement. We would love to hear from you, so reach out, get involved and help us shift shame by sharing stories. Thank you for being here and showing up. 
This is your weekly reminder that you are enough exactly as you are in this moment. And actually, you're kind of amazing. So thank you. And we'll talk to you soon.